What I'm hearing is you are going to live in this room 24-7. I think And I it's think going to so. be soundproof so she won't hear the, the sound of you thudding one out to Henry <laughs> building pieces. I think, uh, I think if I'm honest, the lock will be on the outside of the door. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the final episode covering Falcon and Winter Soldier. Before we move on to other things, I want to stress that we're not going anywhere. Um, this is going to be the review episode of the whole series. We had the final episode of the Falcon and Winter Soldier, or Captain America and Winter Soldier. Full spoilers ahead, yes. obviously. Um, I should have said that from like the first episode, but I didn't. <laughs> so if you've been listening and we've been spoiling it for you, I do apologise. But this one, Sorry. I don't know. Anyway, to cover this, we have Terry. Terry, how you doing? Good evening. Yeah. And Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, really good. Really looking forward to getting to yeah. this. And then uh, yeah. maybe mentioning some of the stuff we might be getting to in the future as well, which I'm quite excited about as well. So, yes. So, the last episode of Falcon Winter Soldier wrapped things up quite nicely. Mm, kind of. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, we saw Falcon in his outfit in the Captain America outfit he's now Captain America we saw we're doing a blow by blow like we have the last couple of weeks where you're watching it or we just rambling this time rambling this time I think you cool with that yeah Yeah. I I don't like the last two episodes were let's be honest better so um, and this this one was (laughs) this one was just like tying up loose ends for the sake of tying up loose ends it felt like I didn't love it well, I think if it was a film, this would have been like the ten-minute montage at the end, wouldn't it? Mm. But because it's a series, they've sort of had to stretch it out. Although we did still get like the ten-minute montage at the end. Of the <laughs> we episode. did, yeah, with <laughs> Bucky looking ridiculously cool as well. Yeah, when he's dancing with the fucking cake and the sunglasses. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not. And fair. just like doing, being like the carnival guy, just holding up those kids with the metal art yeah. while he's just having a conversation casually. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I did enjoy that. I, I the one thing I, I've definitely enjoyed throughout the whole series is the relationship between um, Sam and Bucky, like improving. They, they've yeah. got so they've had such chemistry since uh, Civil War, really. Um, that it's just not. I, I will watch anything where those two are kind of in the same scenes together because the, the, it really works. It's really good. Um, for me, the whole thing just felt a bit rushed. I've, I've kind of been saying that the last few episodes that there are things that happen. It's like some explanation would have been nice. Some d- diving into some of the deeper themes would have been nice as well. Like actually making me feel like the Flag Smashers are actually terrorists at one point would have been nice as well. rather Or, or that they're not terrorists or that they're fighting for a good cause. Actually making me understand what they're actually doing um, before the last episode would have been nice and or making the grc slightly more evil or making them slightly better just there are certain things that just felt like they went unanswered and then it was just wrapped up at the end which i think kind of sucks now i loved sam's speech yeah like the one, yeah the one thing the one thing this captain america kind of like should be known for is his ability to actually try and at least try and talk his way out of a situation first 
Um, almost like his superpower, pretty much, apart from obviously having metal wings. Um, the wings are awesome, by the way, as well. Um, mm. What do we think of the costume? I don't mind it. I don't mind I it. I think there's too much white in it. Yeah. Mm. I think it looks a bit too dazzling. I, I I quite like it. I'm quite looking forward to when it gets, when he goes a few rounds with with like a a villain, and he's he's going to inevitably get a bit beaten up, like we've seen in the past with uh, like Captain America, particularly. Always seems to take a beating, so he's got that to look forward to. Um, mm-hmm. I'm quite looking forward to that. I think it'll look better when it's gone a few rounds with a supervillain. If that makes any sense. The, Is it going to scuff though? Is the whole thing vibranium? I don't know. The wings definitely are because he deflects a helicopter at one point. <laughs> so, like, the, the wings are definitely vibranium. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I quite like it. I, I think if this is how they're going to introduce the weird Marvel costume choice of, like, half balaclavas that go over the years, then I'm cool with it because then we might get, you know, comic accurate gambit. In the uh, in the MCU or something, <laughs> um, but I, I didn't hate it. it. Incorporates like a number of things from both Falcon and Captain America, like different parts of his costumes and stuff. So clearly, someone in Wakanda has a great sense of style in terms of like incorporating history from different Captain Americas into the actual costume. I kind of love how the wings fold away as well. The wings just kind of like fold into the backpack, don't they? I can't remember. Yeah. It does look awesome. It's yeah. just just the colour. I think that yeah. so the whole white piece. I think should just be darker. Mm. Yeah, I mean it's obviously got to be red, white, and blue, though, isn't it? It's Captain America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> I just think so. The the rumor is that there was a whole storyline they took out of of Falcon and Winter Soldier, which was that um, amongst the people that had been now moved out of of the homes that they'd moved into when there were no borders when people disappeared for five years that there was a plague sweeping through these people and obviously they decided to take that out because it was too close to what's actually happening in the real world at the moment it's not not definite but that's the rumor and if that's the case maybe there was some stuff that was integral to the plot that they had to miss out that's why the flag smashes were quite so adamant yeah Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's why we didn't really see anything that they were kind of fighting for till like the last episode when it was started being mentioned. Because like, there's a lot of Sam saying, "No, the flag smashes are right," but us not actually seeing what they're fighting for. <laughs> Even though he's saying, "No, they're in the right a lot of the time." Um, the other thing is like the GRC felt really evil, and and like it's just a moral dilemma, isn't it? Like the flag smashes are clearly the terrorists or activists but they did blow up a few buildings so not ideal um but the grc they've like moved people it turns out they'd moved people out of as the people's lives were getting better because there was only 50 percent of the population they kind of moved into richer areas spread out um and then when a load of rich people come back they want the areas back again and so, like, the GRC clearly are moving on refugees. And that's not wonderful. But they don't... 
it's perfectly okay to see Carly die, but it's, it wouldn't be okay to see any of them die. And this is a weird thing, and like, I'm kind of with it as well, but I don't know. I think it's just not necessarily correct. Mm. They're just a government that's f- covered in red tape and covered in what they've got to do, isn't it? I don't think it's necessarily that it's not like Hydra. They're not no. evil. It's no. just. I mean, I, I, got... I, I get the feeling they're very close to an actual government that has to deal with. Exactly, yeah. They've just. They yeah. have no. I mean, Sam even says it at a point, doesn't it? Like, we don't. You haven't got a clue what to do. I haven't got a clue what to do. Yeah. We just need to work better together yeah. to actually fix it. Yeah. So interesting to see where that goes on from this, though. The other thing I think I'd love to have seen more on, like, John Walking clearly suffering from PTSD. Mm. Like, I, I still think that was slightly underplayed. Because then it gets to the end when he's fighting, when he's he's trying to pull the truck back up. And you're kind of like, well, am I supposed to... It just doesn't make a whole load of sense. After his shield got shattered within that three yeah. seconds. Yeah, his bin lid, yeah. <laughs> yeah, his bin lid that he's painted. I just wanted him to literally be like, that took me three <laughs> days. <laughs> I just had to be really cheesed off with it. I watched so many YouTube videos. <laughs> it's been like an Instagram post and it was, this is John Walker's history. And it was like, what is Cap Shield made out of? How can I get vibranium? Yeah. How do I how do I melt vibranium? How can I like make something look like Captain America's shield? Then let's go with that. All right, cool. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think he, he got a bit of redemption, didn't he? Yeah, he sort of came good in the end. He 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 chose to help rather than hinder and just go after Carly, which is what he was trying to do for the last few episodes. Yeah, I'm almost annoyed that Sharon Carter was the power broker as well. Because it was just what, like, I, admit, I was right. No, I'm, I'm cool with you being Steve, right. I think as well. I'm cool, with, <laughs> I'm cool with you guys being right. It's just, but I think I, I, I was kind of that hoping sets that wasn't it the case. up because obviously the end of the episode is her like I'm back in. Yeah, that set up some buyers that like, I can get some serious shit now. So I think that's almost interesting because it's almost like a new Hydra. Yeah. So the thought like is she that didn't that infiltrate him. That's going to influence Armor Wars. Mm. Potentially, yeah. like, and also as yeah. well, I wasn't sure about what like what Carly's fate would be. But the second she re- she found out that Sharon was the po- the power broker, you knew she was dead. Yeah, yeah. Sharon couldn't let her survive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got more Val, or don't call me Val, in this one, which I thought was quite funny. I quite like that. <laughs> um, and clearly, not a wonderful human being is she? Like, she's working with Zemo. And Zemo arranged something that got some super soldiers just blown up. So yeah, I love that. <laughs> just the butler <laughs> sat in the car like, yes, yeah, <laughs> you fucking have it. Yeah. And Zemo's just sort of knowing smile in his yeah. in the raft. We get to see the raft again in this one, don't we? Yeah. So I'm guessing that'll lead to obviously some Dark Avengers Thunderbolts kind of thing happening at some yeah, point obviously well. John Walker gets his black costume at the end as yeah. well doesn't he yeah so like the I'm back bit is the front cover of when he comes in as US agent of one of the comics so that's on the front cover John Walker's just shouting I'm back basically in that in that costume so I quite like that that was a nice little touch because at the time I thought it's a bit weird that he'd do that but kind of makes sense with the comics so 
in general i i mean i really like this series i just think that i could have done with another couple of episodes and i'm and i think the pandemic had an effect on that as well yeah it had an effect on wandavision as well didn't it? i think yeah. um i mean for me the one thing i would change yeah. without going into you get i just would have changed it with the picture that i have with um Isaiah Bradley's statue. I think that mm. was the perfect ending. And then when it went on to the little montage, I yeah. thought that was a bit much. I would have just ended it with like, I think that was the closure the episode needed. Sam obviously spoke to Isaiah a lot and there was all of that. So then just him saying like, you've got, it. I mean, that properly got to me, the whole yeah. bit with Isaiah in this episode. Proper got to me. Yeah, it was nice to see him definitely get some closure as well. Like we discussed that. Yeah, I think I think I said that last week, mm. didn't I? So in this episode, I really wanted that closure for him. I didn't think they'd actually go for it, but I'm actually glad. I agree with Terry. I mm. thought that would have been the perfect ending to the, considering what the almost like what the subject matter of the whole series has kind of been. That would have been the perfect way to kind mm. of say, like, we've now got a black Captain America. You've now been going to be recognised for future generations to go. Just close credits and off you go. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. If you post credit, obviously. Yeah, but, but it's just, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really glad he got that. I, I found, I just found, I think I said in the group, I found this episode. Yeah, it felt a little bit rushed, especially mm. with some of the flag smash stuff. But I found it very emotional. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. I, and I'm not, His speech was great. And I, yeah, and I'm not gonna lie. There was at one point, especially with the Isaiah bit, mm. I did well up a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't actually pop a tear, but then you, you got your eye like it's a little bit water and you can't start wiping it away. Oh, Steve, yeah. mate, I, I cry at everything. Don't don't feel, <laughs> don't worry about no, it. No, no, I'm the same, Patty. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think it was a it was it was a fitting ending. Yeah, but yeah, I do agree. There was some stuff I thought. But I think we've said on many occasions it could have done with seven or eight episodes. Yeah. Um, I think so. And I was quite surprised when it was six. I, I think you mentioned that on like episode three or something that there's a lot to fit in now for the next two, three episodes. Yeah. I think this episode kind of showed that, that they probably could have done with even just an extra episode just to close a few things up. Because I think the whole flag smashes thing ended abruptly, but it yeah. kind of ended how they wanted it to. But I didn't see the the, the explosion come in with the van. No. Um, which because, was uh, For a small moment, I thought that they'd like, blown themselves up until it cut to the butler I was just yeah. like why have they killed themselves yeah, yeah that was a bit weird like I've seen people complain about uh, Sam lifting the, the truck I, I can look past that I don't have a problem with yeah. that he like, was using the boosters yeah, that's kind of like he had Man. Red Wing with the two little things on it as well I love Red Wing in this yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely I really like that um, yeah I like. I love yeah that he's got like a like a super suit now, like his, mm. his other one was pretty good, but this one's like got all the whistles and bells on it, hasn't it? Pretty much that Wakanda could possibly put together. Um, I um, yeah, I, I like the episode, and I I, lo- I love the series. I think four episodes four and five were two of the best episodes they've done in a TV series so far. Well, basically, out of this and one division. Yeah, um, definitely. This this slightly dropped off compared to like those two episodes though, but mm. yeah, I think I agree. I think that you end with the statue. You maybe you don't even you see you show Isaiah like looking into a room, and then you end with the shot of the statue with uh, the plaque next to it with the picture behind, which uh, was uh, a picture that inspired the writing of uh, the comic about Isaiah Bradley. So. 
that was really cool that that was there as well and then you kind of you end on that like it was nice seeing sam and bucky being all pally pally but we kind of knew that that was how they were anyway exactly. um, yeah, yeah. Like, it didn't need to be <clears throat> i saw someone i've seen a couple of people say this that it did a lot of telling rather than showing and that's where i think i give it a little bit of a pass because of the pandemic because i think there's lots of stuff they could have shown but all of a sudden traveling to different places was very difficult and particularly if you're traveling to different places to do reshits because if the rumors are true that they had this whole subplot that just they couldn't do anything with um then that becomes incredibly difficult so then you're just pacing together what piecing together what you've already got so i'm willing to give it like a bit of benefit doubt and stuff like that message in general though i thought was pretty good so i've never mentioned yet either obviously bucky got his redemption almost as well yeah where he get he realizes well sam gives him a good speech as well doesn't he and he realizes what he's got to do and he he does confess to that old man that he killed his son yeah and um one thing as well which i don't know if you guys notice he actually lands a superhero landing as well in this episode he does yes he does (laughs) properly lands it i was just like he got it he got his moment. Yep, but I thought he had a really good episode because yeah. I didn't notice it watching it, but seeing it on Twitter and stuff mm. um, after it all, when they're all just sort of milling about and Sam's doing mm. his speech, like Bucky gets referred to as Sergeant Barnes by people and stuff. Yeah. So again, like the sort of the respect and the sort of like he's not the Winter Soldier anymore. He is yeah. Bucky. He's back being Bucky full time. And that that annoyed me about that when they showed like the this is what it's now called at the end. It's like I really wish it wasn't. I wish it was like Captain America and Bucky or something like that. Yeah, I think it's one of those... That doesn't sound as good, does it? No, Cap it hasn't, hasn't got a good I guess you could call it Cap and Buck, but... Captain Buck. I think <laughs> he hasn't earned another He hasn't earned another name, Yeah, has he? That's the thing. And White Wolf isn't quite prominent enough, I suppose, is it? Exactly, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, I like... Yeah. Maybe next one, maybe maybe the, the film, which got announced like almost immediately after Captain America 4 maybe that'll be so i think they might do another series but i think we'll also get a film on captain america as well which will be about it better be about sam wilson as captain america basically I, I'd, yeah they've said haven't they? although there's rumors about chris evans coming back yeah um that's separate to this oh really that's good then. yeah it, it, it won't be for cap four cap four will be as far as they're concerned Sam is now Cap, so anything that's got Which Cap in the name would be. This should always have led into like a proper Captain America film with Sam mm-hmm. Wilson as like Captain. Did see a thing on Instagram as well because obviously there was the running joke that Cap was on the moon. Mm. Um, we don't know what happened to him. We don't know if he's dead. Is he with um, Fury on the spaceship that we saw? Uh, at the yeah, end of from home. Could be. So is he actually on the moon? I saw a theory as well that Sharon Carter is actually a scroll as well yeah just because like, I think that's I think we're getting into that territory now with secret invasion yeah. casting and coming I think we are in that thing of is it secret invasion secret who war? at any point secret invasion no sorry the comic secret invasion isn't it secret yeah. war is what they're calling the series yeah oh there is there's a secret war comic as well oh is that okay yeah. well the secret invasion is like the big ones because that's what everyone thought the next Avengers was going to be yeah, I kind of think that's they might be up, isn't it? You got yeah. Amelia Clark, Olivia Coleman. Was Olivia Coleman? I missed that. Yeah, Olivia Coleman's yeah. cast un- unknown. Amelia Clark cast unknown. Um, 
the guy oh, from One Night in Miami who was Oscar nominated, isn't it? He plays Malcolm X in thingy. Why can't I think of his name? Something Junior, I think. It's really irritating. I'm going to have to IMDb it. Chat amongst yourselves. <laughs> was it One Night in <laughs> Miami? Yeah. Okay. English guy is Oscar nominated for it. Oh. Oh, Kingsley Benedict. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, he's confirmed for it as well. So again, they're building up another big cast. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. Which is cool. Because that's a TV series as well. Yeah. That's going to be going. <clears throat> so. It's almost the way to, to go nowadays, isn't it? These TV series are so popular now that people are just yeah. signing up for them and, uh, you know. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? If you think back to what may be early to mid-90s, everyone was like, they do a bit of TV to get into films. Yeah. And then I think 24 was probably sort of the... I was the one that say started that. it, wasn't it? Yeah. Where it was suddenly like, fuck, one, you can make a lot of money on TV. Mm. Because yeah. Keith Sutherland at one point was on millions, wasn't he? And I think now every actor, because when you look at things like True Detective with McConaughey, Woody yeah. Harrison, they just look at stuff and go, is this going to be good? Am I going to look good in it? Is, it? is it giving me something to do? I don't think there's any actor now who's like, no, I'm a film actor, or no, I'm a TV actor. It's just, oh, that script sounds good, or that character sounds good, I'll do it. I think particularly with Marvel as well. I think particularly with Marvel as well, they kind of sign up to contracts to do one Marvel thing rather than mm. like one Marvel movie or one Marvel. Do you TV think like series. the series would so it's like obviously where Samuel L. Jackson's got like a, a million film contract? Yeah. Do you right. think Secret Wars would be one film, or do you think that would be like a separate negotiation? Hmm. I, I, like I if, think it would be like one film maybe I don't know like Sebastian Stan mm. has Falcon and the Winter Soldier counted as one tick or is it I don't know like mm. you'd hope they'd get paid more for doing TV series because you know it's more work isn't it so but mm. um, I don't know maybe they have to do different contract negotiations for these things so who knows who knows indeed one of us needs to get a part in one so we can find out. Yeah, I mean, it's only a matter of time. They're running out of people, really, aren't they? So, yeah, exactly. so eventually one of us will get, <laughs> get into one of those films, I think. But yeah. Well, no, I suppose the big, hmm? big question is if you, could, if you could play a Marvel character, who would you play? Well, I suppose you would have well, Dan, I'd play Gambit. Yeah, yeah, yeah except, exactly. Yeah. Except I wouldn't because I'd mess it up and I wouldn't be able to forgive myself. Yeah, I don't know who I'd play. I'd love to be Thor, just to be Thor. Mm. But that would obviously involve a lot of hours in the gym, which I don't know if I'm prepared to do. Yeah, I think mm. I'd need to get taller to be Gambit as well. And obviously, you know, thinner as well. And less ginger. <laughs> and less ginger. Gambit's kind of ginger. That's why I love him. You'd have to cut your beard, though. I would. Yeah, yeah, definitely beard. And your hair. He doesn't have long hair. He does have long hair. Not that long. He's got, like, anime hair. It's, like, proper spiked up, like, in the comics. Anytime he wears it down, he's got like a ponytail. All right, fucking hell, calm down. Actually, I think you'll find. <laughs> oh, Jerry, didn't I can't see you doing the accent, though. No, no, I've, I've promised I'm going to do it in uh, Dungeons and Dragons at some point. I'm just going to drop it in there, but without them knowing. So, who would you be then, Steve? Yeah. But I was actually prepared for you to ask me back. Actually. Um... <laughs> Iron Man. 
Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not cool enough to be like, man. I feel like because I can be a bit of an arsehole, I'd have to. You'd have to be like. You'd have to be a villain. So I mean, I right I'd... now, you look like Obadiah Stane. Yeah, I'll take that. There you go. Yeah. You know, not, not not too mainstream, you know. Doesn't get all the Bridges. attention, but yeah, yeah. Obviously, love I'd Jeff be Bridges the Mandarin, anyway. but the Trevor the, the Trevor Slattery. One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you're too tall for that. True. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. I'll we always seem to end up thing. talking about um, Iron Man three, but it is really good. So, yeah. Yeah. Iron Man three is brilliant. Yeah, it is a great film. Doesn't get a lot of love, but yeah. I love it. I really like it as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any final thoughts on Falcon and Winter Soldier? Uh, one last thing. I did what I did like actually. I, I, I thought I had to get mentioned is when uh, near the end when that guy goes, "Oh, it's Black Falcon." Mm. He's like, "No, that's Captain America." I thought yeah. that was really a really cool moment. Mm real really cool moment I'm glad they included that because it was almost like a joke but at the same time really nice the yeah. old Black Falcon thing is a bit of a running joke and just, it's almost like someone don't even know just confirmed yeah he's now even though we all knew it was Captain America I think they threw it's that in the, that time. the DiCaprio meme isn't it the... yeah he's but it's it's um, it started off as a joke didn't it and then it obviously became like a, almost like pretty serious thing which is that you know you don't have to put the word black in just because he's Captain America. He's just Captain America. Mm. So Yeah. I've got more uh, Eli Bradley as well in this. I, I like that as well. Because he's going to be in the Young Avengers. Which they've not announced. They've not even said they're doing. But they also have introduced <laughs> yeah. like most of them. So I'd imagine yeah. they are doing it at some point. I mean, they're always planning, aren't they? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. The one that question was I did want to ask, and this is possibly ending everything on a downer. Hmm. Carly <laughs> and um, John Walker have a fight. Yeah. How does she stand up to John Walker now that he's a super soldier? Because she is just yeah. a woman, isn't she? She's, no, she's a super a soldier. soldier. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's a super soldier, but she's yeah. not a trained soldier. He is a man trained in the art of combat, and they now have similar strength. Yeah. I, so the first one, there's the, an element of he doesn't know his own strength, so he's kind of like off balance. It's a bit like when um, Steve Rogers kind of first becomes a super soldier and he has to run out and he's like doing things like ripping car doors off accidentally and stuff like that like he's he's really off balance until he realizes he can run really fast and stuff like that so i think that's fine i think then later on there's an element of it just emphasizes your belief so if you really believe in something then you are going to have probably an ed- an edge in a fight in terms of you're willing to do things that other people wouldn't necessarily be able to do. But it probably only lasts so long because um, I imagine eventually John Walker gets the upper hand on it. And also the other side of it is it wouldn't be a very entertaining fight if you say, right, she's a super soldier, so she's going to do really well. And then someone comes in who's a super soldier with military experience and just smashes her in the head with a shield. Like that wouldn't be as uh, as entertaining, I suppose. But I don't know. I guess so. Mm. So yeah, we've got some. We got some thoughts on 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 the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, I'll just bring them up. I should have brought them up earlier, but here we go. Uh, where is it? That's the wrong one. This is fun, isn't it? This is exciting. Here we go. Right. Um. So. 
Uh, Bass says, I prefer WandaVision just because it's something different. Appreciate the social commentary of Falcon, but the basic premise is pretty much what we've already seen from these characters. Yeah, we've seen, I think we've seen someone take a step forward. I can, I can be, I'm fine with that. I mean, I did see a thing, and I, I don't know how true it is. I forget which episode it is now, but the episode when they first go and meet Isaiah Bradley and they come out and like the cop comes up and is like giving Sam shit until he realizes he's Falcon. Apparently, according to something, a shitload of people turned off at that point. Really? So I do feel like there is a lot of people. <clears throat> I mean, I don't want to sound disingenuous to a certain race of people, but American people who yeah. um, <laughs> almost certainly hate anything to do with race. Yeah. And we're just like, no, I'm not watching it. When they say whether that's true or not, but, Again, I think a lot of people would probably dislike this series because it tried to actually say something. Whereas WandaVision was great, but obviously there wasn't the social commentary, there wasn't the this is what's happening out there kind of thing. Mm. Um, Dan says, it was swing and a miss with how they handled the villains in the show. It's different to Killmonger, whose actions and violence you can understand because of the life he's had, but with Carly, it just feels her violence was tacked on in case the audience started to sympathise with her, with her cause too much. Uh, the narrative about the consequences of the reversal of the snap uh, were poorly set up, uh, when for me it had the potential to be one of the most interesting things about it. I didn't even fully understand what the flag smashes were about until about episode four. It's hard to put into words, but the underlying message the show conveys at the end of Flag Smashers being bad because they used violence and Sam fixing the problem by giving a speech is that if you want to change things, you must do it peacefully and in a fashion that is curated and allowed by the states. Giving a rousing speech but didn't don't rock the boat too much or use violence only the state is allowed to do violence as they have the monopoly on that ship did the audience forget that sam bucky facilitated prison riots break out zemo how many people got injured maybe killed from that oh wait it's okay the ends justify the means when they do it right as long as you're acting in the interest of protecting the state and the status quo that shit is fine he says uh, basically what i'm trying to say is you should read the immortal hulk because it rocks <laughs> but <laughs> I, I i don't disagree with what mm. you're saying about the prison scene, I thought that was a bit weird. <clears throat> that like they kind of there is kind of like a so we're going to kill supposedly innocent prison guards. Like even if you have a scene where the prison guards are kind of abusing Zemo, then that makes it slightly better. But literally, it's just like here's Zemo, and uh, mm. now he's breaking out and su- probably killing a prison guard from it. It, it does feel a bit like government-sanctioned but, violence um, at times. Marvel have done it before. The um, There's the scene in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 mm. where um, Yondu's taking his ship back and there's like a really happy, jaunty song as he yeah. massacres hundreds of people with his arrow. Yeah. And like him and Rocket are having like a sort of father-son bonding session and it is just a massacre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are... Um, they're, they're at least seen as bad guys in that bit though, aren't they? Yeah so that's something whereas this is like he breaks zemo free i th- I thought that was a bit weird so like the the not understanding what the flag smashers were till episode four i genuinely think there are some other episodes here and i know that's the dc excuse but i think if there's a global pandemic release the slide <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think i think if there's a a global pandemic it does give you a little bit of an excuse for why this didn't happen and also at the same time I think the show did suffer a little bit because of it. So, yeah, at times. Anyway. But then I guess the antidote to that would have been sorry, we're pushing it back by a year so that we can fix it. 
Yeah, and I get the feeling that you can't push this back any further because now it's introduced characters that might turn up in other things. So yeah, so what's her name? That. Julia Louise Dreyfus has obviously got to turn up. She's going to become a recurring character. I think. Yeah, I think she's in by the sounds of things. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Phil says I'm going to p- preface this by saying obviously all things are subjective, and you're more than entitled to your opinion. But I'm sure there are people who think John Walker was the hero of the show. I think painting Carly as the villain is something of a misnomer. She did villainous things, yes, uh, but who hasn't? It's all shades of grey, and I think that was the point. In all honesty, I think Sharon is the main villain in the show because she's clearly been manipulating all of this. Carly's violence is only as extreme as it is because the serum enhanced all aspects of a person, not just her strength. She's angry, so it becomes rage. Bucky's conflicted, so he has massive spikes emotionally, something I deal with personally and know all too well walker is walking advert for ptsd although once again as i say i don't think they explored that enough uh, sam wasn't involved in breaking zemo out that was all bucky and as steve alluded to many times during the brubecker run bucky would always do the things cap couldn't be seen to be doing assassinations sneaky stuff etc that's the comics so we've not really seen that but he you know was the winter soldier um yeah. It's a faithful and beautiful love letter, not just to Brubecker, but also the Sam Wilson run in the comics. Also, the vote was stopped. Whether that was because of Carly or Sam doesn't matter. She got the right results, and her actions pushed uh, pushed that into happening. Like in Black Panther, where he tries to start helping people across the world, like Killmonger wanted, just so you know, without the mass violence and death. In summary, this show is one of my all-time favourites now, and stands with the very heights of the MCU. Bring on Cap 4 with Sam. I'm somewhere in between somewhere in between both of those if I'm honest <clears> with you. <throat> like I really liked it. This this was right up my street in terms of what I look for in TV shows anyway. So mm. I like that aspect of it. I just think it missed the mark a couple of times. Whether it's one of those that you'll watch back again without the expectation. Maybe. Yeah. Again, yeah. I like bringing it up, but Dark Knight Rises. Mm. <laughs> We're not going to talk about Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Can't wait just, to get to our Nolan rankings. Such high expectations, it's always going to miss the mark. But then when you go back with slightly more tempered, you go, actually... Yeah. I, maybe when we do our Nolan rankings, we can discuss it. But yeah, I was talking about this TV series. Then, not, that was, I literally just said yeah. it like that. But we will get to it, my friend. We will get to it. <laughs> um, anything more we want to talk about from Falcon and Winter Soldier? I don't think so. No. I think no. I think this will get a second series. I think no, obviously I think they so. t- they said that yeah. some might, but I think this is the one where you will mm. because they could just have like another mission or a continuation of what's going on or whatever. I feel like this is the one that they can use to explore that. So maybe explore the snap a bit more as well. Continue on down that vein. I think Disney are loving these TV series, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I can definitely see that. So nothing yeah. wrong with that. Uh, anything else we want to talk about? Don't think so. I think, no. I think there's, there's not been any trailers or anything to discuss. Yeah. No, it's been relatively quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. semi-Marvel related. Obviously, Chloe Zhao won Best Director, and she's the director of The Eternals. Oh, yeah. That happened as well. Oh. And, and Marvel Daniel has Kalua another well. Oscar winner amongst its yeah. ranks. Oh. Yeah. And Daniel, is it Kaluuya? Kaluuya, yeah. Oh, yeah, Kaluuya, yeah. He he's uh, he was in uh, Black Panther as well, wasn't he? So yeah, he won one. He's a great. One thing actor. I didn't know. This is off topic slightly, yeah. but 
Emerald Fennell, who won screenplay for Promising Young Woman, yeah. she's r- writing the Zatanna film for DC slash Warner Brothers. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. Is, yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they throw in the director at the at now as well. So yeah. There's no director attached to it at the moment. She's just writing the script. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. It's amazing how many, like, how many of these, especially, like, over the last year when there's been a global pandemic, how many of these directors that have obviously been attached to Marvel films or DC films for quite a while go on to, like, write smaller films, but more worthy films, worthy films, in quotation marks, um, that that can go on and win an Oscar. So, like, whilst they're attached to, like, DC or Marvel properties to to make them some money, they go well, on and do Well, they use the payday, films. don't they? I think yeah. it was Glenn Close who has a small part in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And she said, doing this, I, I don't understand it, I'll probably never watch it, but it means I can go and do theatre for 10 months of the year. There you go. Yeah, I can exactly. do what I um, want to do next rather than having to worry about getting paid. Yeah. So, yeah, wrapping up um, Marvel for a bit now. That's yeah, seven Marvel weeks. Break. Or six and a half now, I guess. Yeah, we'll be back to do covering Marvel... Uh, when Loki comes out. Till then, though, we've got some other ideas. We've been discussing this. We're going to yeah. kick things off with, with the Nolan rankings, right? That we've been yeah. talking about since. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know whether you guys... Were, it's kind of half admin. I can edit this out, some of it out. Um, whether you guys want a week off next week? And then kind of I'm come back? i to crack straight on. Yeah, okay, let's do it then. Yeah, so, yeah me too. Next week, we will be ranking the Christopher Nolan films finally something we've been promising that we've to do for ages and then we've got a load of rankings lined up basically <laughs> got some, some ideas of our favorites yeah some of our favorite uh, subjects um maybe we'll change the name of it again i don't know we'll keep it maybe keep it marveling marvel because essentially we are covering marvel when there is something marvel to talk about but um yeah, so Nolan, we've got some other fun topics. Do we want to go into them or let them be a little bit of a surprise? We can do get people's juices yeah. flowing because I think we've got one space as well, haven't we? We've got yeah. seven weeks. Okay, so, so we've got... we could ask the fans what they want us to talk <laughs> yeah. about. I, yeah, no, I think that's a good idea. So we've got Nolan next week, then Fast and Furious. That was one of them, wasn't yeah. it? We're going to rank yeah, all the Fast films. and Furious films, yeah. Including Hobbs and Shaw. Including Hobbs and Shaw. It's, it's got to be... You've got to include Hobbs and Shaw. Um, what else was there? I mean... I've instantly forgotten. Keanu. So we're going <laughs> to... So we're all going to do top 10 Keanu films? Yeah, I don't know who suggested that, the prick. Um, <laughs> what was top five? Is it top you know, five? Top five for the actors and then honourable yeah. mentions, of which mine will yeah. be the entire back catalogue of Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so we'll each... Will he do individual top fives? for Keanu then yeah okay. same with with uh, Steve's pick if you want to announce your yeah. pick Steve <clears throat> yep Denzel Washington the man the legend yep got That's my list already since we talked I sort of went on IMDB just to scroll through like is there any ones that I need yeah. to rewatch? and obviously you know it because he is Denzel but he has made some great films yeah Deja oh, yeah. Vu yeah. would be top of mind obviously it's got Val Kilmer in it don't down talk it too much <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like that. I said I wanted to do something with the Purge films, didn't I? Like you that did. was Yeah, I might I might change my mind on that. I'm not sure yet. I've already watched one. All Don't right, back well, out fine. on me we're now. Do, we're doing what are we going to do? Rank the Purge films, or well, if you want to ditch the Purge, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I really do like those that's films. That's Keanu, Denzel, yeah, 
Nolan fast, yep. so that's four. So we've got three more weeks to fill. I mean, we did talk about Kevin Smith as well at one point. Oh my god, let's do Kevin yeah. Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kevin yeah, Smith makes that, it yeah. five. Uh, we probably want to do like uh, a preview for Loki when that comes out to be fair as well so maybe one more um, or maybe two well, that more. could be the fan the fan yeah okay so if you've got any ideas film series or act, or movies from an actor or director or writer or whatever I mean there's always the Coen brothers for me yeah I, love, I do love the yeah. Coen brothers Potentially that, then. Potentially we'll do Coen Brothers. Then. Again, slightly, with Frances McDormand winning her third Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, she's and amazing. And fourth, technically, because she was one of the producers on Nomadland as well, so technically she wins one for winning Best Film. I think she's still married yeah. to Joel, Joel Cohen as well, isn't she? So. Exactly. He was, yeah. was there yesterday at the Oscars, wasn't he? Oh, was he? Yeah, I sat and watched The Last Hour, because I woke up randomly in the middle of the night, and I sat and watched The Last Hour, and she, he was there, a little peck on the lips when she won. No. Yeah. Okay, maybe we'll just for- Cohen's then. Oh. Oh, I always forget she's married to him, to be fair. Yeah. Until I read up about it. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. During their first film, they were uh, staying with uh, Sam Raimi. Like, sat at oh. Sam Raimi's house. I love how weird and interconnected, like, Hollywood is. Like, yeah. when you go back, like, 20 years to when they're all star, like, all the sort of big stars now, when they started, like, sleeping on certain people's sofas and stuff yeah. like that. It's just strange. Yeah, it's nuts. They were married, so apparently they'd sleep in the bed and Sam Raimi and Ethan Cohen would sleep on the sofas <laughs> so yeah it's just a fun house to walk into isn't it though with the Cohen brothers Francis McDormand and Sam Raimi yeah and imagine how many houses they must have between them now yeah, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah the same one no I'm joking but uh, it's um, <laughs> yeah okay we might do Cohen brothers but the, the idea is we're gonna we're gonna branch out from Marvel. I think we are gonna go back to doing some Marvel in between the TV series, but I think from June onwards there's a bit of a stretch anyway, isn't there? This stuff going. That's on. it. After Loki, we haven't mm. got anything for a while, so that maybe then we can do your hallowed film by film. It does. It can take as long as it like as long as it want. We can get through four films and then decide we want to abandon it. But I think we should definitely try it at some point. Yeah, I'll for it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be difficult. I no. think for me and Steve, it was just the idea of getting dipping our toes in something non-Marvel or hating Zack Snyder. <laughs> oh, we could do a top five Zack Snyder films. I don't think I've seen five films of his, to be fair. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I think I'm, I've seen everything. And we've got, yeah. um, that with time, because Army of the Dead's coming yeah. in May as well. Yeah. Okay, let's so do maybe that if well. the fans don't give us anything we like the sound of, or if they want to make us suffer. Yeah. Would Justice... Off the top of your head, would uh, Justice League make any of your cuts for the top five? I, I mean, it might. See what he's done. It might, to be fair. But I'd need to go back through. Basically, my number one would be my the one that I hated the least. But yeah, you always forget Dawn of the Dead, though. Uh, Dawn of well, you see, that might be my number one. Kind of gives it away. A bit, <laughs> That'd though, probably yeah. be my top one. Yeah. To be fair, I mean, I could, I could do we, we could do it now, like quite easily. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, we could do Zack Snyder. We could do some bad directors, couldn't we? We could do like a top five Michael Bay or something like that as well. Oh yeah, but Michael Bay, at least he's like unashamedly shit. <laughs> yeah, 
he doesn't think he's something he's not. He's not like, oh yeah, the studio made me do it. He's like, I'm blowing shit up and it's fun. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Doing and, and there's a girl in skimpy shorts. But I'm happy. Whatever the studio tells me to do. I don't want to do uh, Uwe Ball or someone like that though, because oh, that would God, be just no, shit. No, yeah, no, the, those films no. are just shit. But yeah, Sean or something like that. That's an expensive yeah, catalogue. Definitely. Mm. Yeah, or, or themes as well. Maybe we could do like top five themed films. I don't know. Whatever. If 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 you've got ideas, hit us up on Instagram <laughs> or Twitter at TMTOH or the Discord, uh, the Marveling Marvel channel on the TMTOH channel of the Discord. Send us your thoughts. What you think we should be covering, and we'll cover it. Film, TV, whatever. Really, we'll cover anything. So, well, I don't want to have to binge watch like seven series of something. Yeah. Yeah. Don't say, like, <laughs> fucking, like, yeah. If someone like, says, oh, let's do an episode on The Expanse. No, no, it's, it's like, I don't, <laughs> don't do like Supernatural or something like that, where there's like 16 series. Like, no, nothing like that. What are your top five episodes of Supernatural? The five I've watched. There we go. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> the first five, then. They're, they're my favourites. The first series I thought was quite good, and then it changed tack slightly. Grey's Anatomy is on like season 16 as well, isn't it? Yeah, there's a lot Nothing of that. Like that. Yeah, We've got to have watched NCIS. it or be in the process of watching it. <sighs> we could do Simpsons episodes, for example. Something yeah. like that. Uh, I don't know. That would probably be another one to do a World Cup of World Cup of Simpsons episodes <sighs> or something. Maybe, yeah, maybe we'll do that. But we'll do that as like a Marvel in Marvel thing. I always find with Simpsons, I never really remember the full episode. I always remember like key parts of exactly, like, it's jo- basically. Yeah, yeah, it's the jokes I remember. It's the jokes I remember more than anything. Yeah, that's a problem for hu- for future Homer. And <laughs> <laughs> he pours a cu- an entire bottle of vodka into some mayonnaise and drinks it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a thing on Twitter the other day of uh, it was just a screenshot of uh, Chief Wiggum, yeah, pointing his gun, saying, "Homer, you're you're." Under arrest for the murder of Moses Lakanapu, uh, 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 just Mo, just Mo, because <laughs> he doesn't he can't pronounce his, um, he can't pronounce uh, what's his name, uh, Pooh's surname. It's yeah, absolutely hilarious. There was a one I saw, and it was like um, one of those trends where it's like ruin my life in like like in five seconds or whatever, and it's like um, Ralph isn't Chief Wiggum's son. If you look at the hair of the other cop, it matches Ralph, not Chief Wiggum or mm. his wife's hair. Oh my god, that's very true. Probably not real. But... <laughs> Is it interesting? Oh no, yeah. Well, we could talk about sense if people want to. Just send send us ideas. We can't guarantee we'll do them because, as I say, if, if it involves all of us watching a brand new TV series. Then it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Ide- but, yeah. Ideally, yeah, like an actor or something like that. That's yeah. an easy one to jump on for a top five. Yeah, definitely. Right. So back next week, Nolan countdown. Yeah, ten to one. Or I'm going to have to jump oh, through yeah. the portal to go back a week so that I can start watching all the Nolan films. <laughs> definitely, I need to do that as well. <laughs> I still haven't seen Tenet. I've got it sitting upstairs. I still haven't watched it. So. Uh, well, that won an Oscar as well, didn't it? Yeah, so, it did. Yeah, oh, did it? It did. Effects for Effects, yeah. a film that was released this year. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, film that went to the cinema this year. Right. Okay. We'll be back next week. Uh, the main pod, World Cup of Movie Villains, is still going on. 
Uh, we just got to started round two of the East, and round to the West starts soon as well. The Eastern Conference NBA style. Yeah, yeah, so that's what we're going for. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be like um, the March Madness. So, yeah. But, yeah. Right. Back next week. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more Marvel and non-Marvel stuff. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. I don't know why I'm waving. <laughs> You're a belly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's why I'm waving. 